right. Hello, headlamps are us. Pack it for your next trip. I'm just telling Lori, like, I've never thought of that at ever, a trip. Yeah, ever since I went to Africa, I never go anywhere unless, I mean, I wouldn't bring a headlamp to Paris, for example. Right. But if I go to, like, <laughs> Ely or I sure. go camping or if I went to your cabin, you wanna see I would way. have my headlamp in my car just in case you would make me go and do some kind of a bear night call or something. <laughs> As one does. Yeah, but oh, I gosh. also have one, uh, what do you call it? A bell, a cowbell oh, cow in bell. my car. So you've got both. You're ready I, to go. I've got two bear things in my car, you know, at all times. We had a lot of bear stories last week. Brittany found the drunken bear who ate Taco Bell, the oh, bear who opened one. the door in the refrigerator, the no. bear... It was a busy bear week. Yeah, well, the bears are real active right now before they go into their final deep sleep. They're about out and about. Okay, so give us the book rundown. Okay, the book rundown. Well, should I start with the number one thing that I read? And I read it in the middle of a bunch of other books. And it's a ton of pages. Yeah, yeah, it was incredible. I, I won't start with number one. Okay. <laughs> I won't. Lead it. Give us the build-up. Okay. Let's start with number five okay. or seven. A book that I got the biggest kick out of, enjoyed it so much. Grant, I think you would like this book. Oh. It's the author who's on tomorrow, The Great Gimmelmans. Okay. And it is this unbelievable story. I know people might not know who Carl Hyacin is, but, I mean, he's... It is such an outlandish, but rings true. And it's about this family who in the stock market crash of 1987, which, Julia, I didn't even know there was one. Lori, and that was the year I got married for the first Lori, time. I didn't either because I was, I know. I started I was like, wow, but I didn't have any money to crash. Right, I didn't remember that one. Yeah, I didn't remember that <laughs> I didn't one I didn't remember 39 either. But I love <laughs> But I love so much of the book because of all the 80s references. 80s, 80s, yes. And it's also a coming-of-age story. Anyway, I'm very excited to meet him. I realize what a big deal author he is. He's a big deal. You you, uh, did a good... I learned... I I had forgotten many of these Yiddish words, but I got a new vocabulary and a lot of really good ones. So that was just enjoyable. Enjoy it, and I think men and women would like the great Gimmelman. And his name is Lee. Did anyone, did we ever find it? Never, but I know it's Lee, Ma- Lee Matthew. Yeah, yeah Gold- Lee Matthew. He is a, Lee Matthew Goldberg. He is a big deal. Yeah. yeah. And the cover, Lori and I want to change already, and we might have but, to tell him, but I don't think he cares. We, those were advanced preview copies, so oh. that's not the final cover. Oh, Okay, well, we never got those. Okay, so. well, they forgot, but I read the book, and I it was absolutely delightful. <laughs> Absolutely. And they go across the country, right. and they kind of turn into bank robbers. Right. Okay. Yeah, because of the crash of 87 yeah. that I didn't know about. I was like, wow. Um, and then I read, okay, this book is wild. So you and I had this woman on several years ago. Okay. She wrote a memoir. Her name is Adrienne Broger, and she wrote this book called Wild Game, My Mother and Me and Her Secret Affair. Totally remember it. And how her mom, it's a memoir about how she was complicit in this affair that her mother had. And it was just kind of a, I remember you and I being blown away at that story 
for several reasons. And didn't know how to feel about it for eight more reasons. Right. And and it was her memoir. And it was her memoir, but it read like fiction. It did. And it had a very pretty cover on it that cover looked cells. like fiction. <laughs> cover cells. It looked like a girl on the Italian I, Riviera. And I'm sure when I was thinking about it, because we get these things from publishers and they send you a cover book, oh, that looks good. Good. I book and it, were, Dana. Yes. All right. So anyway, and apparently, you know, right when COVID happened, her book, Wild Game, Me, My Mother, and Her Affair, or whatever the hell it was called. My Mother, Her Lover, and Me. That was it. Oh. That's it. Wild Game. My Anyway, uh, the woman who directed The Edge of Seventeen oh. uh, optioned it oh. to be a miniseries. And The Edge of Seventeen was the... Kath, uh, the um, no, it was the gal from. Are, are we going all the way? I'm thinking of postcards from the edge. The edge is 17. Who, who the heck was in that movie? Oh, we know, but we can't right. think of it as usual. All right, Grant could we've be got Googling a younger it. brain Google right. for us. Um, I but want, did, what's the name of the new book? Well, so but uh, so wild game anyway, that is going to be a series like a Daisy Jones and the Oh, Six. are you kidding me? No. Well, I mean, it was right, whatever option. comes out. Okay. Yeah. The edge of 17 filmmaker uh, did it. And um, so anyway, Ooh. so that's news. Okay. But okay. Don't but, tell me about it. So <laughs> it's your first novel. And I think that this book came out this spring. Okay. Um, and uh, it's, it's her, it was a weird but compelling story. Cape Cod, rich people, a wackadoodle scientist. I mean, he's not a wackadoo, but he nobody wants to hear about the whale song anymore. He's been lecturing <laughs> and showing the people and lovers and wives, and he lost his wife tragically when the the daughter was born. Okay, so it's a story about. Uh, you know, siblings, it's, emo- you know, relationships, it's complicated, it's, it's. I would say it's a, a, a feminist novel in that it challenges a lot of stereotypes, you know, of the people. What the hell is the name of this book? It's called Little Monsters. And oh, that this is, is that. Yeah, All the right. same way, and the, this is what the whale scientist dad calls his two <laughs> orphan children, Little <laughs> Monsters. As opposed to Lady Gaga. And it's set in the summer of 2016 with lots of real-time references. So if you need to feel anxious all over again about 2016, pick up this book okay. immediately. So out of four stars, you're giving it one I give it, one I give it. I give it three stars really? because only because I always like um, when they go head on on fragility in families because yeah. I think so much of what happens sometimes when you're a kid, it doesn't, you don't deal with it and yeah. it comes back in other ways. So, you know, this book kind of makes you think of that. All right. So, well, more to come. Look at this. Time. No, oh, I am. Yeah. I'm, but seriously, I, um, of course, I'm only like a third and that's being aggressive into the, the Barbara. No, the Grimwalds, the great, Oh, Grimal- the, the great Gimmelmans. Yeah. Oh, it's so I, And that's tomorrow. Okay. So when we talk to him, Lori will lead. Yes, mm-hmm. I will. And you will notice by my being quiet <laughs> and saying, oh, we loved I your book. I never got to my number no, one. No, we're going to, when you come back, because that's okay. such a big one. Yeah. All, right. All right, Graham. And before we get to traffic yes. and weather, the Edge of 17, 2016, Haley Steinfeld yes, was in it. Haley. Woody, Woody Harrelson was in oh, it. Kira Sedgwick was yes, in it. Everybody. Blake Jenner, Haley yeah. Lou Richardson.
I don't think I watched it. I, I guess you not. can watch it on Hulu right now if you want. All to, right, so. thank All you, Grant, yes. for looking into that. All right, do it we... won't scare you as much <laughs> now that you're past the <laughs> edge of seventeen with kids. <laughs> That's true. All right, so yeah. the number. Well, I'll tell you a book that uh, you know I read called "The Girls of Summer" by Katie Bishop. Okay, and I'm just gonna say. That that book, well, I would say that has a, because it looks like it's going to be a sun-drenched beach read. Okay. Okay, oh. that by the cover. Oh, the cover lies okay. in this case. And part of it, it does happen on a beautiful sun-trapped, unnamed Greek island. But it is also a book that it would be triggering if you were a young woman at the edge of 16, 17, and you found yourself in the arms of a man who was in his late 20s, early 30s, and you thought you were a grown-ass woman, you know, falling in love and making decisions. When you're young and you'd have no idea. And he's that much older than you, and you can't see from how far, because of the distance, that, wait, this doesn't make sense. There's a big power imbalance and he was always having her be quiet so it's a cautionary tale and if that is something you know you're interested or but if that could be triggering for you or you want to talk to you know like have the conversation this is a book discussion book about the imbalance of sexual power and and, and age and how important it is to be age but it, I thought it was, I was in Did you love it? Um, you know the what? The cover looks so good, Laura. You yeah. See, oh my gosh. You know what? I, I did, I did like it. And I, I basically just remembered like, that's one good thing about having young parents. I was never attracted to anyone <laughs> my parents' mm-hmm. age. So when I was 17, my dad was like the age that there were a lot of guys who would try and hit up on you. But I'm like, they were my dad's age. So I just always stuck to the ones who were young and good looking like me. I love it that you always (laughs) had, this will never be the same and like me. Uh But I had, my parents were, you know, I don't know, regular age, I guess. Some parents, you know, they had me in their early 20s. I had no Ever, ever, ever interest in an older man. But ever, imagine ever. though, imagine though, like maybe you're in choir or you're in some kind of acting or, or athletic thing and you get a crush on somebody. And it's and, a power situation. Yeah, and, and th- it just so happens they're on a party island and she meets this cool guy who says he's got some jobs, quote unquote, for her and oh. her friends. Mm. So it's oh. also, you know, could be about how easy it is to get... Uh, trafficked and not know it. Oh, yes. oh that's right. another so, reason. What's, that, what's the name of this? It's called the Girls of Summer, Summer by Katie Bishop. Katie, I've got a list for you, Grant. Thank you. And then the book that I mean, I read in one day. Couldn't put down the Spy Coast. We have this Tess Gerritsen yes. on it. Some point re- retired CIA operative in a small town in Maine. Another one in Paris and. The hit, I mean, this is a galloping espionage spy thriller can't put down. And that... It was mystery, action, and bloodshed. And that is coming on... And sex. Yes, and I think it's written by a woman. It is. Um, I don't know. Yes, and she just... Tess Gerritsen? Gerritsen. Yeah, she just... She'll be on November 30th. Lee Child, the guy who writes all the Reacher, he blurbs her books. Ooh. She's, oh, that, that was fantastic. Well, yes, and she was supposed to be on like 
tomorrow or the day after we, yeah. we were doubling up. Okay, anyway. but that you love that. But aren't you going to tell me about the one, the oh, one, the, the one? number one, the number okay, one. Okay, because people have come by mm-hmm. um, the double wide and always take a look at the books and people have wanted to take this and I just say no. Yeah. It's not coming out till February mm-hmm. by one of our favorite authors. Okay. Well, okay, so the book that I just, I, already I feel like this is going to be the best book of 2024 and it doesn't come out till February, but... You Got Us Advanced Copy. It's by Kristen Hanna, who wrote The Nightingale and so many other great books. But she makes a return to what we all, if you are an existing Kristen Hanna fan, and you felt dusty and sad after reading The Four, Four Winds, Wins, her last book. Oh, that was such a hard book. And The Great Alone is another I book. That love, I love that well, book. I mean, that should be a movie. Yeah, oh. I believe it options and gets oh. unoptioned. And, but The Women, uh, which is... Uh, it is, it's shocking. I'm mad at myself that I never even thought of this myself, that other than China Beach, we have had no stories. We know nothing about the women who served in Vietnam. And the reason why there's no Vietnam or Vietnam, however you want to mm-hmm. say it, I always used to, my dad always called it Nam because okay. we were stationed yes. over there. Yes. But um, there were no women in Vietnam was the official stance of the Army, the Air Force, the Navy. So which is not true. So there, these are American women serving the, in uh, Vietnam. Yeah, so it's a fictionalized novel. Yeah. And, but she talked to like all kinds of people. And, you know, I remember this. Um, we lived in Japan and. Every weekend, there were demonstrations for the Yankees to go home, which was us. Mm-hmm. My sister and I sat in a tree and watched them. They were very organized <laughs> with their bullhorns and, you know, their scar and very nice. No one ever and never got anything. But then also the kids at the high school wanting to organize a march on the Air Force Base against the Vietnam War. You can imagine how well oh, that that's not going to go over. Yeah. yeah. So, but, you know, at the end of the war, which is like 73, 74, you know, if you're in junior high, you remember. We were impacted. My mom and my Aunt Marlene would march, march on Summit and, Avenue. Yeah. yeah. It was. Um, so Kristen takes the story of this young woman who comes from a naval uh, family or a family of military service. I can't remember what. And. She's a nurse, and she, her brother enlists, and her father is very proud, and then she enlists to be in the Army Corps uh, to be a nurse and to be in Vietnam, and her father is absolutely appalled. Women don't serve in the war, you know, blah, 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 mm-hmm. but she goes, and her life changes forever because, you know, you re, there's a lot of Vietnam movies, but sometimes, you know, it's... Those hospitals, the military hospitals that were set up in the DMZ, you know, that are in the hot, they're in, in the danger bo- zone. They're in the danger yeah. zone. The helicopter pilots that are flying, people. It was a churn of men mm-hmm. going into that war with lies, lies, lies about it. But when she goes in, it's everyone believes it's for the right reason. Right. So it's she, you know, she paints the whole story of what's going on in the country, what's happening, then she gets there. It's just packs a powerful punch and the story will stay with you. And I 
Do you remember that show, China Beach? Of with course I do. Oh, yeah. Kim Delaney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. What's her name? No, it was the gal, Dana Delaney. Dana Delaney. Donnie Love Donnie's was girlfriend. in love with her. But that there's not a lot written about the right. women who were in Vietnam, and it wasn't until the women's Vietnam Memorial was dedicated that the women who served in Vietnam, Vietnam were even publicly acknowledged. That's and that was some point, you know, in the early 90s. And there were 10,000 women stationed in Vietnam during the war years. 10,000. And they were mostly nurses, but they were also military intelligence, air traffic control, um, doctors. They also, you know, USO, special, the do, the uh, donut dollies, which I wanted to know more about. I actually love the name. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> and, and then, you know, by the time the book, I mean, I don't want to give anything, yeah, but no. it's a very rich story. Mm-hmm. And she did what she does, which is she does her research yeah. and then she weaves together the most incredible story with great characters. And you think we have forgotten the women. I, I don't even know about them, Lori, because I think this yeah. is what we kind of learned with the Alice Network and yeah, with, yeah. you know, all the books about World War II is we did not know what a powerful, besides in the United States, mm-hmm. how women were so involved yeah. in the wars. And this story has been knowing told. This. No, I don't nothing. I love this. And that was in, from her research, which you find out when you get to the end of the book, that was the official stance. If you were stationed for in 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 country in Vietnam for two years, I mean, I think uh, you came home just like any other soldier with PSTD because of the conditions that you live in and the horrific things that you saw right. all the time, and you're in a high adrenaline position. Yes, and so uh, there, there you go. The these women would go to the VA. There were no women in Vietnam. That was the official stance. So she tells this story in it. Wow. I can't wait. It's it's really, I can't wait. And it also addresses it also addresses, you know, the shameful way that the American public treated Vietnam soldiers when they came back. Mm-hmm. For, you oh know, yeah! Oh, you know all yes, the yes, yes, yes. Born on the fourth of July. Yes, and Ron yeah, yeah. Kovac is referencing this really? because, of course, there is he famously leads Vietnam vets against uh, Nam. You know that organization. Ron Kovacs is the head of it, so he's and that's the character in, that Tom Cruise played in Born on the Fourth of July. Correct? That, that he should have had an Oscar. He should have won. He, he was robbed. He was robbed that year. We'll robbed. give him that. Lori, this, <laughs> I kind of have goosebumps over this because this, like you're saying, I feel like we've we've had so many stories about World, World War II, II mm-hmm. and nothing about women yet in Vietnam. I and mean, everything, everything societally that mm-hmm. was going on with women mm-hmm. is, it, is I can't wait. I can't wait. It was just fantastic. Okay, so that was the woman. The woman, Kristen Hanna. The women. The women, and that, if you want to get on a list, if you were like on the library list or something with Libby, yeah. um, it comes out in February. February so 6th. Mark your calendars. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And if you didn't get those, Grant is going to put the list up on the Lori and Julia show page, and you can always podcast us later and, and grab it from that. We'll be right back.